Welcome to Quotable, a female millennial entrepreneur podcast. The show by and for female millennial entrepreneurs who are building and running thriving, successful businesses while living life to the fullest. I'm your host, Alessandra Polina, owner of Quotable Media Co., a PR and media company. After nearly 10 years of building a PR agency, I've learned a lot about business and entrepreneurship, but the most valuable things have always come through conversation with other women who have been in it too, and I want to share all of that with you. So sit back, fill your coffee cup up, and listen in. I'm really excited to talk to Kelly Higney today. She's the founder and CEO of Bug Bite Thing. Kelly, thank you so much for coming on today, first of all. Thank you. I'm so excited to be on. Yeah. So yeah, why don't you just start by telling us like, what, what is Bug Bite Thing all about? Where did you get started? What's your story? Yeah. So let me just talk about what Bug Bite Thing is. It's a chemical-free suction tool um, that removes insect saliva and venom from bug bites and stings. So you stop producing the reaction that causes all those uncomfortable symptoms like itching, swelling, stinging. Um, so it's kind of a crazy story how I got involved with Bug Bite Thing and how this all came about. Um, back in uh, 2013, we had relocated, uh, my husband and myself and my young daughter, she was six months old at the time, um, from California uh, to South Florida for some new business opportunities. Um, I got the opportunity to come uh, start learning my family uh, distribution company. Uh, my grandmother started over 40 years ago. Um, so we were excited, uh, new change of scenery, beautiful weather. So we move out here and within the first week of moving, one thing we were completely unprepared for were how bad the mosquitoes were. Um, My young daughter was suffering terribly. Every time she would get a bite, it would turn into a golf ball sized welt. Um, We very quickly found ourselves at the doctor's offices constantly. Um, She was getting skin infections um, uh, from the mosquito bites um, and nothing was working. So I was literally applying topical cream on her probably 15 times a day just to keep the reactions at bay so we wouldn't end up in the doctor's office. And I was feeling so guilty because they're full of chemicals and she was a baby and she was ingesting, you know, she's putting her arm in her mouth and I, I just, it wasn't sitting right with me. Um, so I started doing some research and um, after trying everything, literally dryer sheets, every home remedy you could think of. Um, and I came across a suction tool that was being sold through some industrial first aid kits overseas. Um, and the premise behind it was it removed the irritant and um, your body stops producing the reaction. And I said, there's no way this is going to work because <laughs> if something so simple that was chemical free worked so effectively, it would be everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Yeah. So ordered one in got a bite on the way to the mailbox, literally. Um, and I tried it and I was com- in complete shock within 20 seconds, the bite was completely gone. The itching, the swelling, the welt never even formed. And I said, there's no way. Um, so my next test was on my daughter, <laughs> um, who was the, the one who was suffering, um, that was in the doctor's office every week. And it was a game changer. It just completely, if I would, the second I would see the welt form up, the second I would see her itching, I would use the product on her and we would just completely eliminate the reaction. And for me, that was life-changing because we were completely avoiding the outdoors just to prevent a bug bite. And as a lot of people know, especially people that suffer from mosquito bites, 
no, no matter how much preventative you put on, there's always that one or two mosquitoes that get through and bite you. Um, and that was our, our, our constant. Um, so uh, essentially after um, that happened, uh, I could not get it out of my head. I started taking my one tool that I had ordered and trying it with friends and family. Um, they were all getting similar results. And um, that's when I said, okay, well, why is this not here? <laughs> Um, so I ended up tracking down the factory uh, in Europe that was uh, manufacturing the product. And I pitched him and I said, every mother needs one of these here in the U.S. whose ch you know, children are suffering. Um, it's such a life-changing tool for me and my family. Um, and so I pitched him. He ended up granting me the exclusive distribution rights at the time for just the United States. Um, so I branded it Bug Bite Thing and I began selling it at steak sales and farmer's markets. <laughs> oh my God. Such an incredible story because I mean, there's so many pieces to that, that, <laughs> that I yeah. but first of all, I just want to say, I completely understand where you're coming from with that because, and I wish I had found bug bite thing years ago because yep. my son has the exact same issue. Yep. We live, so we live in Boston, so it's not a huge deal, but my husband is from Barbados. So we go to the Caribbean yep. every year. And yep didn't know it was a thing until we went there for the first time. And my son yep. got those golf ball sized yep. bug bites. Which and they're I, miserable. Yes. So yeah. miserable. And then you're afraid it's going to like pop and become like a mm -hmm. huge flap of skin. Like, as you said, I don't think we've ever dealt with a actual infection, but we we're definitely worried about it and definitely went to like the pharmacies to get all these weird creams that I'd never heard of. Cause you know, we're also in a different country and yep put all this stuff on him. And it seems like it's gotten a little bit better as he's gotten older. But when I saw your product and when you guys, <clears throat> when you guys emailed me, I was like, we were actually in Barbados and I was oh like, Oh my goodness. Oh, you I need it. Have, oh, yes. needed to have brought this. Cause we bring all like all the things, like every time we go, we try to find all the different new things that we can find for, you know, different creams. Cause again, trying to find something there is difficult and you don't understand what the, the ingredients are, if it's safe for children, it makes it very difficult. Right. And um, I try to find like the most chemical free, like bug spray yep. and stuff, but then you never know what's going to work. And it's, as you said, like, there's always literally at least one bug that gets through. Like I will, I literally would la lathered him up because it's yep. like nighttime when it happens. Right. And so I lathered yep. him up, like, even if you don't go outside and his eyelid, he got bit yep. eyelid the first and it swelled time. like a golf yes, ball yes his yes. face looked like yep. he punched in the face and I was like <laughs> oh my gosh I did not think to put the bugs right on his eyelid and they found the one spot that the one it. spot oh it's so yeah. terrible and it really is a big problem I didn't even have a clue the extent of how many people were suffering until I got involved with this business so um kind of just to piggyback on the story what happened after I landed the exclusive for the U.S. Um, literally at the time I was thinking small potatoes. I was thinking, I'm going to sell these in my local community. I'm going to work, uh, part, you know, I, I was going to build it. I was going to, um, sell them at farmer's markets, just anybody in South Florida that was suffering. I just wanted them to know it existed. Yeah. Um, so I started literally at my daughter's bake sales. And what was happening was I was starting to get, um, consumer feedback. That was the first instance that I was starting to get you know, massive results. And what was happening was I was getting tracked down in the parking lot of the preschool during non-bake sale days. And I'm like, okay, I'm really on to something here. There's a lot of people that are dealing with this, just like yourself. Um, 
and that could really benefit from this. So the next step for me, which was extremely difficult, um, after I had proof of concept and, and we were getting results on a very, very small level, um, I made the difficult decision <laughs> to go all in. Um, I ended up quitting uh, my job, working with my mother, uh, learning the distribution company. Um, we, my husband and myself ended up selling our house <laughs> uh, to move into a rental house so we could invest in our first big batch of inventory, um, which was terrifying. Uh, so we end, it was a huge, yeah, it was the leap. You know, we were at a pivotal point because I was working full time um, and it was starting to intersect with my day to day, like bug bite things started to take, you know, the front seat. Um, while I was working and I'm like, okay, I might be able to make a business out of this. So at least I could help other people. I could, you know, be at home with my daughter. And that was the direction I was going when I started this. Um, so we ended up selling our house. We went all in. Um, and that was when it got really real because I had, you know, a, a little cushion from selling our house. So we, I knew we were okay, but that was my life savings. Um, and so I hit the ground running extremely fast. I started getting really creative. I was, you know, reaching out to all the news stations. I was, um, you know, reaching out to our local newspapers. I was networking. Um, I ended up teaching myself uh, social media marketing. I was, I had $10 a day ad spend. I was putting it all back in and just testing and figuring out, you know, the, the digital landscape on how I could get the word out there faster. And um, within the first month of going all in, um, I got brought up in a mother's group, like a, a local mom's group. And they were talking about the product because I was already having some traction locally, like at these farmers markets and bake sales. And um, a news report, excuse me, a news reporter came um, in that feed and she ended up DMing me and she said, can we come do a story at your house in two hours? I'd love, to, I'd love to hear about your product and what you're doing and everything. I said, okay. Um, so got really ready, really fast. Mind you, my entire kitchen is full of like, it's like a packing station at this point, because I'm in a rental house. I have packing stations in my kitchen. I've got my treadmill full of bug bite thing product boxes. Um, so it was already a little awkward and crazy. Um, so they came out and they filmed this beautiful piece. It was CBS 12 news. Um, and, uh, the next day, uh, it, it So it aired that night and the next day it ended up getting syndicated to over 30 news stations. Mm. And I ended up selling out of all my inventory that I had purchased my house for within a week. Mm. Um, and that was my first case of, okay, well, people just really needed to understand the science behind the product, um, you know, the clinical testing, the results people were getting and what it is and what it did. And it almost became an impulse item. Um, and when I was pricing this product, I wanted to make it affordable so everybody could have one because I, again, my situation with my daughter, I just, I know that it's a really big problem and there was not enough viable solutions on the market, especially chemical free. So I think that from the beginning has driven me to just keep going. It's these, you know, testimonials that were coming back. Mm -hmm. um, so ended up selling out of the inventory, um, which really jump-started the business. Um, continued my social media push. Um, we ended up moving from the rental into a house up the road that we purchased. Um, this was all within a, a, a six to eight month period of time because it, it wow. kind of took off very quickly. Um, so I was at my house that we had purchased and we were doing very well. And um, I was really pushing social hard. Our influencer network was growing. 
And that ended up catching the attention of a Shark Tank producer. Um, <laughs> didn't think it was real. I was terrified. Um, ended up, uh, they ended up encouraging us to audition for the show. Um, and I said, at this level, with what I'm doing, there's no way I'm going on the show without my mother <laughs> and her 30 years business experience. So I, I talked with my mom. Um, we came up with an agreement. So I ended up uh, bringing her in the company with me. And we ended up going on Shark Tank. And we got to pitch in front of the sharks. <laughs> oh my gosh. So wait, this was how many, like how long after like officially starting the business or how long after going like really all in was this that you're on Shark Tank? Within the year. It was like a year, but between a year from when I sold the house to when I appeared on Shark Tank was like a year and a half period total. It was insane. Um, it was, it was crazy. So, so then um, we, we went on the show um, we pitched. <laughs> I'm completely terrified. Everything you see on the show is extremely real. You don't get a do-over. It's live. They've never met you before the show. They know nothing about your business. Um, so it's really, it's really up to you to, to paint the picture and showcase the validity of your product, your business, what you're doing, and why they should invest. And um, I overstudied and over-prepared because I was terrified. Um, and we were very fortunate. All the sharks made offers. Um, they were all going in with each other. They all made offers individually. Um, and Lori, Gren yeah, Lori Grenier ended up offering us her golden ticket, which she gives out one per season. Um, so we ended up striking a deal with Lori. Um, so she's part of Bug Bite Thing. Uh, she's involved in our business, mm. which is extremely exciting. And then essentially after Shark Tank aired, everything just blew up. Um, and it's been nuts. Uh, so, I mean, we, so the biggest thing that happened after the Shark Tank airing um, happened was uh, a lot of our customers, a lot of people, right, saw the product. So we had a massive influx on the consumer side, but then also on the B2B side. So um, a lot of people reached out to our factory, um, but they wanted to sell bug bite thing because at that point, you know, we're, we're two years ahead of everybody. We've got the, the teaching material, we've got the proof of concept, we've got the model, we've, we've got the, the customer base at this point. Um, so we ended up at, uh, entering a partnership uh, with our factory. They have now converted their entire headquarters into Bug Bite Thing Europe. And we have, uh, ex we have global distribution right now, rights now for the product. So we're, we've essentially partnered together and we're tackling this product now under the Bug Bite Thing name uh, globally which is extremely exciting. Wow. Is that something that you were maybe more able to do once you had the shark investment or like- is Oh, absolutely. That's, I mean, Shark Tank really um, fast-tracked our business like to an enormous, uh, you know, a point where the, the awareness and the people that were, re that were just watching the episode, they wanted to be a part of it. They want, they saw the need for it in their respective country, their stores. So everything just, kind of took off. Um, the re on the retail sector, um, we, we were reached out by so many retailers after we aired on Shark Tank. Um, we, uh, this year, we're going to be in close to 30,000 retail stores, which is super exciting. Um, Walmart, Target, Home Depot, Lowe's, CVS, Walgreens, etc. cetera. Wow. Um, and we've now secured, uh, we've got 25 countries on board under the Bug Bite Thing brand, which is really exciting. And we're just at the beginning um, of our global expansion plans. Um, 
to teach them what we did here, our model. We, we all cross share assets. Um, we all work together. We have boot camps together um, to really uh, bring the, you know, to uniform everything and um, keep the brand standards consistent. Wow, that's really, so that's amazing. And how long has it been? When were you on Shark Tank? How long has the company really been in existence in this? So we aired on season 11 of Shark Tank and then we were, which was 2019. And then we were fortunate enough to get an update episode in on season 12. Um, So that was another uh, wonderful boost showing, you know, what has happened since the episode aired, the retailers that jumped on board. And really the biggest thing that I always, stress is the consumer feedback. We were Amazon's number one best-selling product for insect bite relief. We've won numerous awards. Um, we've got over 50,000 uh, positive reviews online. Um, so at this point, it's there's a lot of peer-to-peer selling that's happening. From the beginning, it's never been my goal to sell the product. It's really just been to educate people that are suffering, just like yourself, like me, anybody that's dealing with this, to just let them know that there's a under $10 chemical free reusable option that's helping, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of people at this point, Um, really millions, we've sold over 3 million of these units. So it's, yeah, it's what I was going to also just mention for people who are listening is like this product is is not expensive. It's like under $10. And so correct. That right. sounds like, you know, that makes it just so easy, I'm sure, for people to buy it to at least just try it. Like, they're probably like, well, let me just at least get one and see if it works. And yeah, and, and the great you must have to sell a ton of them for it to yes. be <laughs> like when I was, yes, when you were saying you bought a new house within a couple months. I'm like, yeah, that must have been a lot of bug bite things for like a $10 <laughs> uh, unit. Yes, yes. And mind you, it wasn't a very big house, but, and I had some money saved from when I sold my original house, but it was still, it still got us our feet wet. So I could really focus on the business full time and still be a mom. Um, you know, I have two young daughters, uh, one who's nine and one who's four. And even running and operating the business on this level is challenging, just having children. And how do you figure out that balance? How do you incorporate them with the business? How do you, you know, I'm one person. <laughs> Um, and just, those are all the, you know, the growing pains that you have to figure out. There's not really a recipe or a script on how to do it. And, um, so it's just, it's been an incredible, uh, learning experience. Um, and I'm just soaking it all in and, um, trying to, you know, figure out how we can keep going. Yeah. Well, so let's touch on that for a minute. Cause yeah, you're, you're a mom, you're a business owner. As you said, you brought your mom in when you went into, to do the shark tank. What is, do you, do you have any more of a team at this point? Or is it mostly like, what are you doing day to day? Are you kind of still running everything or what does that kind of look like at this point? Yeah. So after shark tank, like I said, every, the, the growth and the opportunities happen. So I really wanted to keep up and, and build out something great. Um, so we have, um, my mother's in the company. My husband now is our COO. He's full time. Okay. Um, and we have a team of 30 here in house. We're, uh, in three office locations now, because the first one I, I, I grabbed for us for, you know, three years, we outgrew that within the first year. The second one, which is two doors down, we outgrew. So now we're in a third one. So we're look, we're at the point now where we're looking to bring everybody under one building, um, to, to continue the global expansion. It's just, there's a lot. <laughs> Yeah. It's just happening really fast. And I think people lose sight of, you know, how much we've accomplished in such a short amount of time. And that 
that's a lot of moving pieces that you have to figure out and a lot of obstacles that come with those. Um, there were so many challenges that came with that type of growth. So, yeah, I mean, it sounds like it's only been really a couple of years and also yeah. not to like, I hate to have to bring this up in every conversation, but like two of those years have been COVID, right? Exactly like, right. And that's already navigating. Yeah. yeah. Launching a business, like we literally aired on Shark Tank October, 2019 and COVID hit, you know, 2020. <laughs> so it, it a few months later. So it was extremely challenging. Again, the pivoting and the unknown and how is this going to affect our business? Um, when COVID hit, a lot of our retailers that we had lined up backed out because they didn't know what, how the retail landscape was going to come. They didn't want to try a new product during the middle of a pandemic. Mm -hmm. So, um, but what we were able to do was after that, you know, that situation happened, it was a kind of like a, you know, a gut punch because we're like, great, we've got all these retailers lined up. This is our growth path. And it didn't happen from COVID. And so we pivoted um, and again, really focused on our consumer and building an, an amazing consumer experience since they're the ones that are driving this entire brand. And um, we ended up having an excellent COVID year, which we were then able to showcase to the retailers to get us in all those stores for 2021. So Definitely people still got bug bites, right? Like <laughs> everywhere. And, and, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people got more bug bites because they were spending more time outside yeah. getting fresh air. So, um, but, you know, I, I obviously I would trade no COVID for bug bites, but <laughs> I, I, um, it's, it's been a crazy journey with a lot of ups and downs and a lot of unknowns. And um, we're just, we're just keeping our heads focused and, and in our own lane and working, you know, working on what's um, doing good for our customers, our community, our bug biting family. Yeah. And, and what about though, the factor, like, I know there was so much with like supply chain issues and things like that. Like, did you run into any problems when you were going through all this massive growth and needing so many products and they were being manufactured that where they're being manufactured out somewhere else right <laughs> like they're in, in europe they're in europe yep we manufacture in europe um and you know to be honest with you this it, there's a little personal element in this um the factory you know we have a great relationship with them um since the beginning i was a little guy in a rental house pitching why everybody in the u.s needed a, a this product it, it really became a passion for me and so we established a very great relationship early on He's always believed in this product. Obviously, he's been trying to get it, um, you know, to the cons to to have consumer awareness for over 30 years or 20 oh, wow. years. Excuse me. Yes, this product was invented over 20 years ago by a doctor, um, and it just has never gotten the attention around, you know, to the to the masses. People just don't know it exists. So when I came across it and I started getting these like life changing results for me and my family. And then I started hearing all the feedback people were giving me, like, I can actually go outside. Where has this been my entire life? This is, this is keeping me out of the doctors. Um, you know, at this point, you know, so even some of the testimonials we get back are from doctors. We have doctors reaching out. Um, you know, I'm recommending this to our product uh, or to our patients because, you know, there's something in uh, cancer treatments that make pediatric patients more susceptible to bug bites. They don't like to use chemicals on them. So I have doctors recommending this product. So I'm just trying to gather all this information on the consumer side, the medical side, the industrial side, 
and, you know, build a sound company that can be a win-win for everybody. Um, yeah, that's amazing. So he, somebody had been creating this thing and, and really, it sounds like he just needed that, the marketing push or like that, the <laughs> brains that you were, you need it a mom on a mission. That's what yeah. happened. I literally became a mom on a mission because it didn't, huh. it was not sitting right with me that nobody knew what it was. And yeah. I was hearing in my own backyard in South Florida, people suffering and even my own pediatrician like that is one of the biggest issues she has during the summer months in Florida is parents coming in because they don't know what bit their child what their reaction is is this normal is this infected right. and it's a really really big problem and there's not enough awareness around it so that's what I've taken on and I you know we've got this amazing platform and an amazing community of people that already use the product who are our biggest advocates and they tell 10 more people about it so um, we're customer focused here. Our, my, you know, our product uh, uh, additions, expansions, everything is coming from our consumers. Um, they wanted a, more colors. We're launching more colors. We, we came out with a black tool now. We have a pink tool. Um, we've got more in the works. Um, they wanted a keychain hold. So we added a keychain hold to the handle. Um, they want uh, carrying bags. We just launched our new line of the most adorable travel bags that literally you just throw them in it keeps the cap on, it keeps the product clean. Um, and you just have one everywhere. You throw one in your golf bag, your glove box. Um, so you're always prepared uh, when a mosquito bites you, a bee stings you, you get bit by an ant, wasp. Um, it doesn't just work on mosquitoes. It works on any insect that leaves the irritant just under the surface of the skin. Wow. So I think that that's, that's, that's really fun too. Cause it's like, it can make a great, I feel, I feel like it's like a great little gift, even though like, maybe it's not like, it, it is, exciting, but it's it, like something, especially it, with little bags. Like I want to get one and give yes. it to all the mom friends. You have no idea how many of our customers purchase these for gifts for Mother's so Day, birthdays, Christmas, stocking stuffers. Um, it's, it's across the board. Um, and again, there's so the product is so amazing because we've brought in almost, we've almost made a medical device because our product is considered a medical device, mm -hmm. uh, fun. Uh, we're bringing awareness around it. We're bringing education around it. And I think our consumers really appreciate that. Um, and I think that's what's keeping it going. Um, yeah. and we've got a lot more stuff under this, uh, you know, category in the works as far as product development and our global reach and our, and our, and our, you know, consumer, uh, uh, base. So it should be really exciting. Yeah. Can we touch for a second? Like, I feel like one of the things that you keep kind of alluding to that I'm just so curious about because I have no idea is how you're like expanding into the other countries and kind of, um, sure. yeah, this just making it more global and the different teams that you're working with, like, where did you start with that? Like, who do you reach out to in these <laughs> other countries? Like, how did you, or, or are you creating teams and like, what does that look like? I guess. Yeah. So my, my mother's background is in international business. So one of, so this is where her as our, serving as our president really comes into play. Um, she's got an excellent uh, uh, experience level on working and dealing with international um, distributors, uh, you know, companies, businesses, import, export, duties, taxes, trademark information, all the compliance um, situations that go into effect. Okay, all um, that stuff that would be like super scary and daunting. Yeah. You've had no yeah. idea. Like she already kind of knew her way around. 
She does. But again, anybody, you know, even if you don't have a mom that has that type of experience, there's so many consultants and things that you can do if you think outside the box and figure out what you're trying to actually accomplish. For us at Bug Bite Thing, I don't want to just sell the product and let it go mass. I want there to be education around it. I want people to understand how to properly use the product. Because even though our product looks so simple, literally nine out of 10 times, the one-star reviews we get, they're using it incorrectly. They're pulling it straight off the skin. They're leaving a mark. The product should never be painful. It should never leave a mark. Um, so even though it's so simple, <laughs> there's still education since it's a new concept to insect bite relief that has to happen. Um, so that's what our internal team here is doing. We're building out um, training, uh, you know, uh, videos and boot camps and, uh, you know, a plethora of help desk questions and FAQs and, and we're preparing it so we can share and teach our global partners so they can have the same success. And we can have, you, you know, like I was saying, everybody can be uniform as far as assets and what images we're sharing. Um, and it's, it, and to take it even a step further, our product works on everybody. <laughs> it works on children elderly, everybody in between, um, it doesn't discriminate. So, you know, when we, we work with, you know, we have Bug Bite Thing Mexico who just landed all the bed baths and beyonds in Mexico. So we, we support them. We will do a post about that, you know, as it comes to fruition and they're promoting it to say, hey, you know, Bug Bite Thing Mexico just landed this. And that really helps all, you know, the global uh, uh, companies essentially stay under one umbrella. We all are very connected, if that makes sense. Almost like a franchise. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you have like, it's almost like partnerships in different countries and there are actually people there who are. Yes. They have companies. They, most of them, our partners have existing companies um, or their distributors who take on new top selling products to funnel it through their, their line. Um, they already have retail connections. We heavily vet our partners. Um, both on the wholesale side and on the international side, um, because our price integrity is, is the most critical, um, you know, making sure our product is protected. You know, we, we manufacture in Europe, it's under strict CE certification, um, which means we have to be in compliance with everything across the board because we're a medical device. We have to be FDA registered. There's just a lot of things that go into our product and we want to maintain that and be um make sure that we're always in compliance across the board yeah that makes sense that sounds like a, a, another like layer to all of it yes i know it, ever, there's a lot of layers i don't ever yeah. sleep this sounds, this sounds like complicated in a lot of ways even though you're making it sound pretty simple <laughs> like you're like it's a pretty basic I know. product i guess but so yeah, much yes. to it in a way I think the biggest thing for our product is, you know, it's, it's one thing to sell an improvement on a product, uh, you know, and then everybody understands the concept right off the bat and they get the improvement right off the bat. For us, you're teaching a whole new concept. So with creams, what are you doing with creams? You're masking the problem. You're, you're literally having to apply it to numb the area, you know, so you don't feel the, the symptoms, but then what happens when the cream wears off? you have to put it back on and you have to let the bug bite run its course. Um, some people, that's not a big deal, but for some people like my daughter, you, it sounds like your son, it, it becomes a really, really big deal. Um, and especially with bees, you know, I mean, what do you do if your child gets stung by a bee at a park? Like I always ask people that, what do you do? Your child's screaming, they, they're in pain, their arms starting to swell. What do you do? 
you load them up in the car seat, they're screaming, you drive them to the pharmacy, you grab all the whatever you need, you go back home and you have to wait it out for three days and try to keep that reaction at bay. What's mm -hmm. happening with our product is people are literally taking this out of their diaper bag, their purse, they're suctioning out the venom from the bee sting. The kid, the child instantly stops crying because they feel relief immediately. And then the, the welt and the whole three-day aftermath just doesn't form because you're getting the venom out. Um, so it's, and we've got that story over and over and over and over again through testimonials and, um, you know, feedback. So it's just a matter of getting it out there and just educating people it exists. Yeah. And, um, oh, there was something I was just thinking of when you said that, but now I, I totally lost my, <laughs> totally <laughs> but I feel like that, um, nope, I totally forgot. Okay. No, you're good. Um, <laughs> no, it's just great. It's like, it's such a, a product that people need. Have you ever, I think what I was going to ask was, have you ever run into, um, like people trying to recreate the product? And I know that you obviously have like, whatever it is, like the trademark or whatever for, for the product, but have you ever run into people trying to like recreate it or anything like that? Like, were there any challenges there, at least in the beginning? Yeah, we have, I mean, with any product that has success, you get the counterfeiters, you get the knockoffs, you get the, the, the products that come out of the woodworks from overseas companies and things like that. Um, we've been uh, able to combat it. It's a constant battle. We've established a brand enforcement uh, program. Um, uh, it's kicking off into high gear this year. Um, and essentially we've uh, you know, one of our biggest, you know, sales channels is Amazon and we, we protect that with our life. So what a lot of people don't realize is Amazon offers a lot of free programs um, for situations like this. There's the transparency program where, you know, you can uniquely barcode every one of your items. So if anybody's violating that pricing or selling it for under, you know, any, you know, contracts, any websites they're not supposed to, you can, you can get them shut down. Um, there's a brand registry that you can get involved in. Um, so as far as the knockoffs and stuff, it's a constant uh, situation. Um, we're, we've got a whole enforcement team that works on taking down the knockoffs, uh, flagging people that are not, you know, using medical grade plastic. They're not registered with that, you know, FDA. There's just so much that goes into it and you're going to get them. Um, but as far as a disruption to our business and our product, um, it hasn't. Uh, I feel very fortunate about that. We, we've uh, taken a lot, a lot of uh, necessary steps to try to keep our product um, safe and strong. <laughs> um, so, uh, but it's, it's with, like with any product, it's, it's just, it's something that's ongoing. Um, you have to always think about that when you're building and growing and scaling your business. Yeah. Sounds, sounds like a, one, one more of those layers. That you're of course it is. Yes, absolutely. And because our product is so inexpensive, because I didn't want to make it a $15 price point, I wanted everybody to have it. That adds another challenge to it, right? Um, because now you're competing with, you know, a knockoff that is, I don't know, it's just, a, it's, I feel great because the ones that have come out are, we have such a strong customer base that they actually will go on and comment on our behalf and say, this isn't the real one. Don't get the fake one. This doesn't work. This, you know, so, um, so yeah, I think it's, we take it with a grain of salt. We, we stay focused and we pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. You got to stay on it.
Yep. Okay. I want to, I want to shift gears a little tiny bit for a few minutes and just hear more about your life. Like what is, <laughs> how do you, like, what is, what do you, what do you outside of work, you know, being a mom, being the business owner, you know, head of bug bite thing, any kind of any, um, Oh my God, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> Routine. Hobby stuff. Yeah, I don't all know. these things you, like, how do you kind of bow? Like, I, I don't even want to say yeah. how you balance, but you know what I mean. Like, what is yeah. just the life yeah, the, kind of thing? The, it is a balance. You're right. It's a work-life balance. You have to have that or you burn out and then you can't work anymore. So um, uh, I do a few things. So my, I'll just, my day-to-day, um, you know, I, I am very routine oriented. I have to be with my schedule. I'm in back-to-back meetings most of the time, you know, between interviews and podcasts and speaking events and um, just building out the infrastructure of my own business. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I, I, start, I wake up in the morning. I listen to classical music every morning. It clears my head. I'm a big believer in music therapy. Um, I sleep to music every night. I wake up, start my morning with music to help me concentrate. Um, I, my husband and myself, uh, even at this level with how involved and how busy we are, um, we still take both of our children to school every day. That's our time to connect with them. Uh, my daughter's school is about 30 minutes away from where we live. So we, we get that one-on-one time with her every day. Um, so that's really important. That breaks up my day, um, you know, from meetings. Uh, so I pick, I, uh, my husband drops off and I pick up, um, but really my Monday through Friday is extremely busy. I'm not going to lie with work and meetings and that. Um, so I schedule in time in between my day. If I need a break, you know, an hour or two to check emails, to decompress from my meetings, Um, but really it comes to the weekends and when I schedule my, this year, when I schedule my time for little staycations. So I'm trying to do that more frequently, uh, with me and my family. Um, every time I go to an event or a trade show, I try to balance it with some type of staycation or some type of family event, um, to just keep me going almost like a teeter totter. So I have, I can have fun and then I concentrate, have fun, concentrate, um, and I think that's worked really great for me and my girls and my husband. Um, we're going to an Airbnb uh, next month uh, and it's got 300 free roaming animals outside your door. <laughs> so I'm like, that's something I'm looking forward to. Like I just, just to breathe in fresh air, I, you know, well, farm air, but. Uh, <laughs> well, just, is it in Florida or where, what kind it's of. In Florida, it's okay. in Jacksonville. It was just a random Airbnb I came across. We're staying with us. Uh, there's like two little houses on the property. We're staying with uh, our friends. So we're splitting the cost and um, yeah, it's just like acres and right outside your door all the animals just roam around and you can feed them you can eat with them you can pet them and they're just cows llamas pigs ducks oh my gosh that sounds so fun I know so I'm really excited about that so just making sure I offset you know the high performance times with balance with fun with making sure that I can still be a human (laughs) and not a robot and I can decompress and I can laugh and I can um you know be a mom um so but that's a juggling act you know nobody nobody's telling me or forcing me to do anything so if they had it their way I would just be working 24 hours (laughs) so it's just um, part of business but if business. kids had it their way, you'd probably be working zero hours, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. And then if I had it my way, I would have it even across the board. And that's not realistic at all times. So it's, it's just trying to figure out how to find that inner peace 
and figure out what can make your body and your mind and your heart feel content as you're going along this journey um, and to not burn out and, to, re and to, to remember and be mindful of what you're working hard for um, and what your goals are and, and take it in chunks, take it in milestones. You know, if you want to be a global brand one day, start in your own backyard, start at farmer's markets, build a community, then take it to the next phase, you know, do it at the right pace for you, your family um, and your business. Yeah, that's such good. I love that. That's such good advice. I like don't don't get overwhelmed by the idea of being like, okay, we need to be everywhere. All no, me. tackle it. Tackle sectors. Yes. I started with moms, right? Because that was my story. And what's happened is now moms told their husbands and their husbands are now using the product who are telling their bosses. Now we've got construction worker fleets buying the product for them and pest control companies and you know, the moms tell their pediatrician because their daughters, you know, are suffering and now their bites are gone. So now that pediatrician's telling all their other patients about the product to help them. So it's just become a peer-to-peer, word-of-mouth um, type product because it's helping that many people, which is the most rewarding thing for me. Right. That's what happens when it's actually good. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's working by itself because people are, are wanting to help other people. And that's all I've been trying to do since the beginning. So to see it happening organically is like the most amazing feeling because if I didn't keep fighting and I didn't keep doing what I'm doing now, people, there's just people that wouldn't even know it existed. Right. Um, there's still so many people that don't even have a clue it, it even exists. So just educating everybody, um, keeping that, those testimonials and that real organic feedback coming in um, to see if it relates to somebody else going through the same scenario. So, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, tell us what's, is there anything that if like you would say, looking back, there's one thing that you wish you had known more about when you first started your business. I always ask people that at the end of the conversation, Yes. Don't be afraid. If you start small, I mean, obviously every business is different. We didn't start out with funding. I sold my house. <laughs> so um, I didn't have a lot of money to invest in marketing and awareness and to really launch this off the ground. And one thing I wish I would have tapped into way sooner is my own local community uh, resources. There's so many programs um, just here locally. There's a program called, or there's a uh, company called We Venture. Um, out here in Florida. I don't know if you've heard about them, but they just do so many amazing things for women and helping them, uh, you know, start their businesses, get the right funding, get the right staff, get the right resources, um, education. Um, they host classes. We actually just hosted a, um, a WeVenture event. It was like a coffee and women's event, but just that being able to tell my story and hearing all the, you know, the the questions come in for other people in our own community, just scared. Like I'm scared to get started. I'm scared to go all in. I'm scared to do this, you know, and you just, you need to unravel and be smart about it. There shouldn't be fear. It, it, you always test, right? You don't, you, I would never recommend to somebody to not, to go all in with a product or company they believe in without doing some type of testing. I think that's where a lot of entrepreneurs get uh, stuck they, they're inventors or they think their product is the best thing ever, but they, but that sometimes blocks them from listening to the consumer feedback, which is the most important thing. Um, and, you know, just listen to your customers, listen to the feedback. If, if the way you're teaching your product or, or 
explaining it is not resonating with them, try to explain it three different ways, right? And see if that resonates with them. If it doesn't and people are just not getting it, maybe it's time to take a step back and make a, an adjustment to your product or rethink it or can it or, you know, move on to the next thing. So, um, but community has been pivotal for us here, even locally, um, you know, just the resources and the connections and the networking opportunities. Um, I wish I would have tapped into that sooner. Mm, yeah, that's really good advice. Is there any, any other last piece of advice you'd want to share with other entrepreneurs going through the business journey alongside you? Try to, I, I, this is my grandmother's advice that got passed to my mother that I instill in my daughters. Try to figure out how to make every situation a win-win-win. If you can make it a win-win-win for all parties, you've got three, you know, multiple people, a hundred percent on board because there's a component of it that makes sense for them. So um, that's what I recommend in, in my personal life and in my business, uh, you know, situation. I always try to figure out and look outside the box to figure out how can I make this a win-win-win for all the parties involved in this. Yeah, I love that. Fantastic. Cool. Well, tell people, how can people find you? How can people find Bugbite thing if they want to obviously buy it or connect with you after they hear this? Where should they? Yeah, absolutely. So um, you can connect with me and follow our story. Um, I've got social media accounts up under Kelly Higney, CEO, spelled K-E-L-L-E-Y. Um, and uh, bugbitething.com, you can buy our product, our carrying bags, Amazon um, also carries our product. Uh, just make sure it's bugbite thing. Um, and then if you look on the bottom of our website, there's a store locator. Um, like I had mentioned earlier, we're in about 30,000 retail locations this year. So if you wanna pop in your zip code, there'll be the, the closest store that carries the product on our website as well. Amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, everybody should be able to find it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hope so. I hope. And, and you know, like I was saying earlier, um, we, we offer a 100% money back guarantee. I've done it since day one. Um, so if, you know, you try the product and you're not getting great results, let us give you an opportunity to troubleshoot. If it doesn't work, we'll give you your money back. Um, there's enough people getting results that are, are, you know, I don't, I've kept that in place since the beginning because it's never been about selling a product and making a consumer unhappy. I just want to help people that are really suffering and dealing with this because it's a game changer for them. Amazing. Well, amazing. Thank you so much for coming on today and for sharing this story. I think it's so interesting and unique how you have built this and inspiring to hear you talk about it all. So thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for having me on. Such a pleasure talking with you and, and, and sharing my story. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this show, please subscribe to Quotable, a female millennial entrepreneur podcast wherever you listen so you won't miss the next episode. And leave a review on iTunes so other people will be able to find us easily. Also, don't be shy to get in touch with me or anyone you've heard on the show. We're all about connecting and our Instagram handles and contact links are always in the show notes or online at quotablemediaco.com slash podcast. If you want to join the community of other female millennial entrepreneurs, join our Facebook group by searching female millennial entrepreneurs on Facebook. Talk to you soon and see you there.